What's up, guys? Casey and George with the Golden Bracket Racing YouTube channel. I want to say thanks for looking at our uh, last video. Had a pretty good response to all of that. Uh, just figured we'd go and do another one of these for you guys. Seems like everybody's enjoying it. So, uh, George, what are we going to talk about today, man? Hey, guys. Yeah. Uh, thanks again. Yeah. All the subscribes and, and watching that video. And here we go with bracket talk number two. We definitely got to talk about and kind of give a little bit of time to to breathe a little bit, get into the bench racing season, uh, talking about 2020, how did things go, um, you know, kind of give a little recap on a, a little bit of a difficult type of year for some, but not so difficult for others. And uh, and so right off the bat, we just want to get an understanding of what you, you know, what you guys thought about 2020. Um, so what did you think, Casey? 2020 was a little rough in, in some spots, but Pretty good in others. 2020 was rough at the get-go, but as usual, bracket racing perseveres. Uh, I mean, remembering, what was it, in uh, the dot-com era, everybody was thinking the world was ending, then 2008, same deal. Uh, 2008, though, did kind of kill bracket racing, and I think we were all having that fresh in our minds. Uh, but then 2020, man, 2020, I'm surprised we even had a year to begin with. I think most of us were, but it was not as bad as everybody thought. In fact, this is probably one of the best years bracket racing may have ever had. I mean, what are your thoughts on that, dude? I'm pretty sure I can second that. Um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a computer nut. I'm always in front of a computer. Um, I love to look at Facebook ads. I, I go through every single bracket racing for sale site you can think of. and. Um, what I really noticed was, even though we were in the midst of a pandemic and on the borderline of, a, of another recession, I watched a lot of race car parts, uh, a lot of cars, a lot of movement, especially in the bracket racing um, field. Uh, people were, were uh, still comfortable with, I, I gotta get to the racetrack, this is what I love. I felt the same exact way as you guys did, you know, uh, and was really thrilled to see with so much unrest and and um, quote unquote pandemic, I'm pretty sure you know we may have lost a few entries at some of the big races based off of it because people were scared or a little bit reluctant to be out and route uh, with the with the coronavirus being pretty strong. So um, to be able to look through those Facebook sites and, and still see a lot of movement, moving cars, moving pieces. Um, that felt really good. Bracket racing really uh, flexed its muscle, if you want me to be honest, uh, coming through 2020. It puts us in a real good spot for 2021, I can say that as well. So, um, it does, absolutely. And uh, do, you think that, uh, do you think that has something to do with the fact that uh, for guys like us and, you know, like everybody watching, it's kind of like the world kind of hits you heavy on one side and then you can go to the racetrack and you're amongst all your people, you know, like everybody's buddies there. None of that stuff matters. Politics, religion, all that stuff doesn't necessarily matter per se at the racetrack. Like everybody's, that's your best friend, no matter who, who is next to you. If you've never met them before, if you've seen them, known them for 30 years, 40 years, you know, that's your best buddy that's next to you every single time. And it kind of helps us all get through everything together. Yeah. I think that has a lot to do with it. Um, bracket racing, in general, I, I can't speak for other sports. I know NHRA might do it every now and again where there's a car that's broken. You'll see 
uh, say, a different team come over and say, hey, let me lend you a hand. You guys got to get done in the next 15 minutes. There ain't no chance you're going to make it. Well, Bracken Racing has always had that, um, for the lack of better terms, togetherness or, or a tight-knit family. Uh, even even though your, your, your buddy pitted next to you isn't family, if he sees you tinkering around with something under your hood, chances are he's going to walk up, tap you on the shoulder and say, what's going on? And then he's going to proceed to help most of the time. And so that little bit of mold stuck through this season. It's the reason why people go to the racetrack is because it's, 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 it's a brotherhood almost is the best way I can put it. It's, it's every man, every man, next man up will help you. Um, the exactly. best way I can put it. So. Exactly. Yeah. And, I mean, man, talking about all that kind of stuff, though, can you believe some of these car counts we've been having through 2020? It, it was, uh, I mean, I just had that uh, the footbread frenzy on this side screen here uh, right before we got on this call, and I was in the live chat, and uh, a guy told me that he thought they had 400 cars at a footbread race. Jeez. I mean... They had 539 cars at the Door Slammer Nationals door car only race last weekend. I mean, it's this is crazy. Like you're not even talking about the guys with all the dragsters. I mean, we all talk about oh, guys bring like five dragsters with them in a trailer, but you can't. You can have the biggest stacker you want. You're not going to fit a whole bunch of door cars in there. That's true. <laughs> you know? No, that's true. And uh, yeah, yeah, you know, even I think the SFG Million or wasn't that thing sold out pretty much? Um, yeah, I mean, as close as it could be. I don't know if and even the guarantee. I think the guarantee bracket bracket race was uh, guaranteed was was sold out, completely sold out. Uh, I think I just read on the internet Kyle sold out the Bradenton race. So, um, yeah, yep. I mean, people still going drag racing, you know. Uh, but when you think about it, and and I guess it 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 does make it a little easier that you can spread out at a racetrack. You can spread out, um, mm-hmm. you know, so you don't have to be all up against the next person next to you. You get a little spread out in the lanes if you want to wear your mask in the lanes. Well, you can probably do that fairly easily uh, without having any trouble. And um, so I think that helped us. That helps us being that we can spread out. Um, and so that's why I think that's why 2020, in my opinion, thrived. The only uh, maybe down points in the year, in my opinion, were maybe a few lost entries here and there, even though they still sold them out. And then Mother Nature wanted to rain on everybody's parade, it seemed like, on, on some of these. Yeah. We had a couple hurricanes come through and really just drop buckets of rain on people. So, um, minus all of that, all in all, 2020 was, that was pretty good to us uh, for, a, for a year of bracket racing with a pandemic. Right, man. So, what would you say if you had to guess? Well, I guess if you if you had to pick, not necessarily guess, but... If you had to pick the one thing that impressed you more than anything about 2020, what would that be? Hmm. Yeah, just I think the people alone. The people alone. Um, 2020 was a year of let's stick together. Let's make it happen. Let's somehow um, pull through this thing and. in doing that, I really, really have to give kudos to to uh, Motormania TV. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what I would have done in quarantine or in my house without a, a, a avenue to watch some 
some guys really get after it on the racetrack. And so Motor Mania, I have to be completely thankful to Motor Mania for that. Um, I, watch, I think I could watch drag, uh, drag racing, if not every week, every other week fairly easily with the help of Motor Mania. But uh, what about you, man? What do you think? Uh, if you had to pick something that was super impressive, I don't care if it's on the track as a driver. I don't care if it's at a track. I don't care if it's Motor Mania. Whatever you think, what, what would you say was impressive about 2020? Man, uh, well, just to step off onto the Motor Mania side of things, Motor Mania has made bracket racing uh, important outside of our own minds, you know? Uh, I think it's got a lot more people jacked up. I think it's it's got a lot of sponsors coming in. I think that uh, I think Jags doing all this stuff, uh, you know, with with all this bracket racing stuff. I mean, we all know Jay Coughlin's been involved with bracket racing. He's, in my opinion, one of the best that's ever done it to begin with. And I really don't think if it wasn't for him needing to promote his company that he would have necessarily rather run pro stock than run sportsman racing. I think that's his people, but he has to do, he has to do the thing. You got to go to work every day. I got to go to work every day. And so does he, and that's his job, you know? Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, but anyway, I, I do want to say thanks to motor mania TV for even allowing us to watch this stuff on TV. And I think that it has, it has allowed, bracket racing to have a major resurgence like we remember it in the early 2000s and now people can see it and they show their friends and their friends are like man that's cool maybe i'll watch that which makes you know the viewership go up which makes sponsors want to get involved and number one rule of marketing is if you can get your audience like it's one thing to say okay nfl i'm gonna have you know i'm gonna have a jade's ad on nfl well, maybe, you know, 5% of those people, if you're lucky, really 1% of those people might be involved with race cars. But guess what? Every single person on Motor Mania that's watching this race, every single one of those people wants to buy your product or something out of your catalog. Um, you know, so that was a little side note. But I would say, going back to the question, if uh, I would say the thing that impressed me the most about 2020 we we can't really talk about 2020 without talking about Hunter Patton, can we? Mm, true. I mean, true. This guy probably made more money in splits than most of us will make racing in our entire racing career. This guy had a killer year. Um, you know, it's they people kind of in the beginning thought he came out of the woodwork, but at the end of the day, man, uh, you know. People say it's one thing to have a good year, you know, and, and kill it the entire year. But everybody forgets, man, that, yeah, Hunter Patton had this really good year, but he just won the Fall Fling 500, basically the last race of last year, right? Right, right. I mean, this guy ain't a nobody. Right, and he's coming, in, coming in with an extreme amount of confidence, you know? Right, and I mean, I don't know if that's attributed to the fact of uh, – I do think there is something to do with he got on a roll early in the year because you could ride that wave and with with all the COVID stuff going on, um, you know, he got all those hits on the tree whenever a lot of people couldn't because we were all shut down and maybe there's something to do with that, man. But uh, at the end of the day, man, having that, that big of a repeat, that's, that's not a fluke going all through, 
you know, like I said, it started last year and it still went through this year. And yeah. uh, I'm sure if he had a door car, he'd be out here right now too, you know? True, true. And uh, like you said, I'll piggyback off of that in a second. And as a matter of fact, uh, the level at which he got going, um, there was a storm of brewing there last year. Well, that storm dropped a few tornadoes this year because he, right. ripped, he ripped up some tracks this year in a, in a way that, I mean, to tell you, I don't know how many times I called you on the phone and be like, man, can anybody stop this kid? Can anybody stop Hunter Patton? And um, so kudos to him, man, for getting it going. I'm, I'm being honest with you. And maybe in another segment we'll have uh, down the line here, uh, YouTube World, Drag Racing fans, maybe we'll talk about year 2020, who we felt uh, might 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 have been the one to uh, to hope you didn't line up in the staging lanes against wrong. Um, mm -hmm. Don't pull a, don't pull in versus him basically. Um, but yeah, man, and I don't know. It, it's a lot of things going on around here. There's a lot of big tracks uh, putting on these huge races out the south. But I really have been been pondering in my mind what would be the number one track for 2021 and it's probably going to be hard for 2021 because most of 2021 schedules are already out but what track would you want to see have the next huge race i mean put it on big as you can go biggest money you can win man i know what you're thinking and i'm thinking the exact same thing and and it isn't even because we like yeah we grew up there but we we have not uh lived there for a long time over a decade at this point, uh, and we still don't. Um, but man, I cannot believe, and I don't know what the reasons are for this. It's obviously, it's gotta be a monetary type thing on one end or the other, but sure. Sure. why don't they have one of these like guaranteed millions? Why don't they have one of these at Gateway? I mean, they have the parking, they got that whole circle tracks park. They have a national event there. So you know that they can handle a bracket race. I mean, but it's, it's, all the interstates, what is it, like 64, 70, and 40 all of them all intersect. There? Is that right? All of them intersect right there. All of them. Yeah. Um, it's easy to get to from everywhere. It's literally the center of the country. Uh, the weather is mostly predictable at certain true. times of the year. True. Plenty of hotel space. Uh, you got your Collins you got casinos. There's two of them within 15 minutes for people who want to, after they've uh, left the track for the day or whatever, go and gamble somewhere else at a casino. Try to get a little money back. <laughs> get a little bit of some buyback change or something, hopefully pay for the whole weekend, you know, but that's right there at, at Gateway. It's uh, now Worldwide Technologies Raceway is what it's called, you know, so the, the Gateway that small. we know has a new name technically, but it's still Gateway when you think about it. So, um, but yeah, I would love to see a race there. It's in the middle of everything. Uh, you're going to get all the Texas racers, I'm pretty sure, because we ain't, we ain't but eight hours away from there. Um, unless you get further down south, I should say I'm only eight hours away. Texas is pretty large, you know what I mean? But um, That's what I've heard. <laughs> the central location of it is why I'm so gung-ho about uh, worldwide it's technology. It's a straight shot. It's, straight it's, one shot. Thing to, uh, it's one thing to go a long ways like this. It's yep. another way like that it's not so bad where you can at least listen to a podcast maybe listen to the gold bracket racing youtube channel yeah and uh all the way there. get on your uh, way all the uh, way there so yeah, yeah man that, that. I, I just i cannot believe that they don't have one of these big races at gateway um now now in their uh 
favor, I guess you could say. I don't really know the word I'm looking for, but I did talk to a couple of my buddies that do race there every single weekend, and they actually have a, uh, a reasonable schedule coming up here pretty soon where they're, I don't know if it's going to be five graders or 10 graders, but their regular points races are going to be really similar to Galat's, yep. Uh, yep. which are a great deal. I don't know what the entry fee is going to be at Gateway, Yep. but, uh, but I can tell you right now, Galat's regular point races you're stupid if you don't go there you're running two five graders in the weekend for 175 dollars right and I, I can tell you right now uh gateway's going to be happening next year if they get it. it was supposed to go down this year but 2020 had covid and illinois shut yeah. down so um mm -hmm. they didn't get a chance to get off there what i think is called the bracket bash series where there's a series of races there's like five five graders and or seven five graders and four ten granders or something like that uh, pretty reasonable entry fee and I promise I will be if I win one of them I'm gonna be at all of them but I will yep. be at at least the first one in April I think it's ten grand to win each day so it's three tens it's not just one ten it's Triple three tens. tens it's three so where I said there's just seven of them I think that's seven scheduled races that'll have three mm -hmm. tens at each race so right big thing and that's happen the thing man yeah, and that's that's the thing, man, is that a place like Gateway, uh, I just feel like is, has been severely underutilized for a lot of years. And uh, I feel like Gateway, no, I mean, big money bragging racing obviously started with the original million. We all know that. But people forget about the fact that uh, Gateway started the – some of the real big money races was super mega bucks back in the day. I mean, this was the nineties. I think they were running for 50 grand on uh, yep. Saturday. Weren't yep. they? I mean, I'm pretty sure Gary Williams won it. I'm pretty sure. Every, I'm pretty remember. sure everybody was there. Gary, I think Gary won it. And I know Troy was there and, um, mm -hmm. you know, there was a lot of big names there. As a matter of fact, I can remember people being parked in that over or all the way down mm -hmm. the end of the racetrack. Um, so as a facility, all of that is asphalt, which is even better. I mean, you're not parking in the grass. Um, I hate mosquitoes. So if you're parking in the grass, you're gonna get bit up by mosquitoes. Every, you're gonna get some mosquito bites in Illinois, but you're not gonna be in the grass to where you're in their habitat. It's all concrete, pavement. So the grandstands are huge. You, it, it would be a great place. Uh, if you're watching Worldwide Technologies, uh, leadership, membership, management, whoever in the hell makes the decisions, your track is a prime time location for somebody like a guaranteed bracket rate, uh, guaranteed million, and a uh, SFG uh, to come on out and put on a big show. And uh, I'm pretty sure you do it once, you'll do it every every year from here on out. So um, Make it happen, make it happen. They got six flags too, you know. Six flags, right around the corner in Eureka. So. And, and to make it, to make it even better, I know I mentioned all these these um, hotels and things, but Airbnb and I think it's RV rentals they've got. They're all there. You're about 30, 20 miles away from being able to rent an RV. Um, yeah, man. RVs. What were uh, speaking of that? Uh, what were you talking about? You're going to uh, well, it might be that race you were just talking about going up there for the triple tens, and then. Uh, you're actually renting an RV because you're bringing the whole family, right? Yep. So what's, what I'm going to do is I'm going to drive my truck and and uh, drive my truck and, and get the and get the uh, race car at my dad's house, and we're going to go over hopefully to the to the race at uh, Gateway 
Um, you know, Illinois is still kind of going through it with COVID, so hopefully all that's over by April. But, but uh, so I'm going to drive from Texas to go pick up the car, and uh, 26, 20 miles away from the racetrack, there's an RV rental, and for I think it's 540 something dollars for four days, uh, and so I'm going to rent an RV instead of a hotel. My dad's got an RV. All my whole, all the whole racing team has them. All of them, all three of them. So um, I really don't want to be the oddball out. Leaving the, leaving, the track, the <laughs> leaving, the, leaving the racetrack and, and going to a hotel room when everybody else is there shooting the breeze and, and barbecuing, eating good. I want to partake in some of the good festivities. Um, so, right. yeah, I'm going to rent a, rent, a, rent a motorhome. There's no point in not. Well, and here's the thing, man, is uh, speaking of that, I live 29 miles, I think, or 28 miles, something like that from Galat. And like I said, they run Saturday and Sunday races. Well, I'll go there and like I think this last race I got to like, uh, well the one before last, cause the last one was a bunch of weird stuff because it was raining. But uh, anyways, the previous one to that I got to like I think fourth round, uh, the first night which was like maybe ten o'clock or something like that, eleven, eleven, something like that. I can't remember. Uh, and then the next day they start running again, uh, and there's no time run on this on the second day. You're just going, so you got to be there. You can't miss it. Um, right. Well, the thing is, is that that 30-minute drive isn't a big deal. But once you start getting about 11 or 12 o'clock and you've been racing all day and you got to be back there tomorrow, I mean, I'm getting home. Maybe I'll get home at midnight, which isn't absolutely terrible. But you get home, you know, you got to make you a snack. So you make you a snack. You got to take a shower because you've been sweating all day. Take shower, get in bed. Well, by the time I'm in bed, might be like one or one thirty. Done. Woke the dog up. Got to let the dog out right. and uh, get her back in her back in her cage or whatever, and then go to sleep. Well, by the time you go to sleep, I got to get up again at five o'clock and refill some fuel jugs just in case I decide to win that next day. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I only slept like three hours. I should just slept in my truck. Right, right, right. And and uh, I'm, I'm I'm gonna guess that again. We can talk about this on another stream, but. Uh, NHRA just took on Camping World as a big-time sponsor. Uh, I got, I guess I sort of get why they would do that. Uh, at first, I was kind of miffed that, okay, why are they doing that? But I get it now, especially uh, even if you go into Airbnb, if you have a motorhome and you're not going to the racetrack and you want to make a little extra money, um, Airbnb your motorhome. If you wanted to do it, you could. Not saying you got to, but somebody... Um, might be willing to rent your motorhome if you're next to a racetrack. I'm pretty sure. That's of it. true. I'm pretty sure of it. That's you know. Second way to make your money back. A little bit of entry fee money. You never know. You're not at the racetrack. Well, let's make some entry fee money. Five hundred dollars for four days, and with those big motor, that was just a class C. You know, those mm -hmm. ones that are bigger than that. You never know how much how much you can get. You know, of course, you want to be careful. You know, and insure this and insure that. But regardless of that. Where do you think bracket races, bracket racing is heading uh, for 2021? What do you think, man? Um, a lot well, of good things going on, especially coming out of professional ranks. What do you think, Casey? Man, uh, well, number one, uh, Jag, obviously, like we were talking about earlier, he's uh, he's done this year. I think Little Troy's going to run his car. Uh, and Jag's just flat out going bracket racing. I mean, Langdon's been at almost every single one. Top fuel, Sean Langdon. Uh, he's he's been at almost every big money race you can have. Um, you know, I almost wonder he's 
I almost wonder if he's convincing J.R. Todd to get him a bracket car here pretty soon. That'd be interesting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think J.R.'s bracket race since uh, since juniors. I think he got into pro mods for a while, and then that's how he got into funny cars and all that stuff. But uh, that would be interesting because that guy, man, he he's he's a good talker. He's kind of like Antron Brown. Antron Brown's a really good talker too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. But uh, but. If a guy like J.R. Todd would get involved also, if we could get one more guy, one more fuel guy involved with bracket racing, I think it's just going to go like that, you yep. know? And uh, I just, I mean, Cummings, they announced that they're doing uh, their guaranteed million again. Uh, then uh, Kyle, of course, announced he's, you know, Kyle isn't scared of anything. He's always going to town. He's making a series next year. I've wanted that forever. I mean, I I think I was telling you when SSG yeah, first started, on. I'm like, man, yep. I hope they make a hope they make a point series. I hope yep. they make a point series. And his Everybody, Black Friday deal. People are there. His Black Friday deal was yeah. ridiculous. I don't even saving nine hundred dollars on Black Friday. That man, that's unheard of. That that was yep. ridiculous. So um, next year is going to be interesting. Of course, and going back to these drivers too, ex top fuel drivers and things like that. I can't sit here and not mention Spencer Massey because that kid just seems to make his way in into some pretty good positions in a bracket car. I know that's his route, that's where he came from, but we have enough of a pro, uh, you know, few ex-pros over with us at the bracket racing world where you're right, if we gain one more big, big name bracket racer, uh, we're going to gain a, a whole slew of them. So. Well, uh how cool was it to be at the, uh, I think it was the Bristol Million where Spencer won a 30 grander, I think it was, and uh, he tells Big Jed when he's interviewing him that that's the big stage, a top fuel driver. And I talked to, uh, well, I didn't talk to him, but I was I was in the live chat, and I Jed was announcing it, and I said, Jed, what do you think about Spencer Massey saying this? And Jed went on a probably a 10 to 15 minute during some downtime i think i don't know if there's an oil down or we were between rounds or what it was but it just hit at the right time and he answered that for 10 or 15 minutes and it's the the gist of it is can you believe that spencer massey a top fuel driver and a successful one at that would say something like that and we also got to remember that i'm pretty sure spencer massey has won a super comp championship but sean langdon he is, I think, the only back-to-back Super Cop champion. I mean, these guys aren't nobodies. They're not just fuel drivers with a lot of money. Like, Sean Langdon is a good racer in his own right. True, true. So, yeah, man, I'm definitely looking forward to some big things uh, next year as we've been getting to close out this episode of Bracket Talk. Definitely want to uh, thank our subscribers. And, and uh, if you haven't subscribed yet, there's definitely a subscribe button down there below this video here and hit the little bell for the notifications you'll be able to understand uh, when going bracket racing is live uh, please feel free to leave comments um, we definitely will use your comments and especially if it's uh, a good question that uh, we feel like we can we can shed a little light on you know um, but uh, definitely uh, looking forward to 2021 and uh, I don't know about you Casey I think it's going to be a pretty eventful year man yeah, definitely, man. This is gonna be the year, the year of George, right? The year of George, man. It got me a nice last ten <laughs> sitting, uh, sitting over there, and uh, I finally get to uh, 
to do some drag racing uh, more than just one time per year. You know, I'm kind of a one time per year guy right now. Maybe been in a race car maybe five or six times. I've just been around drag racing my whole life. So um, where I wasn't uh, uh, necessarily a race car driver, I was definitely part of, or if not the only part of a two or three part team. So two or three car team. So um, yeah, the year of the George, it's coming <laughs> to a yeah. theater near you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's going to be one of our topics in the future, guys. Maybe uh, right now, I think the uh, George does the same thing I do. His old man's got tons and tons of room at his house, so his truck's at his house. George has got it stored up there right now. They're doing some work to it. Uh, I think he's going to mess with it a little bit over Christmas time and probably bring it back home uh, after that, and we'll do do kind of the same thing we did with my Nova on, uh, on that car, maybe on the dragster on that car. I hope he doesn't have to go through the trials and tribulations I had to go through with the dragster, those electrical issues. Nah, They're nah, a nightmare. Nah, I think I'm going K&R right off the bat there, Casey. I'm going to rip all the wiring out of it and uh, put a heavy-duty K&R kit in there right off the bat. Uh, one thing I don't want to deal with is holding the trans brake button and my car shutting off for some reason in a big Man. race. So mine yeah. shut off a couple times for <laughs> yeah. various reasons, but it was, I, uh, I actually, I, I was, uh, well, just a little, little side note before we get off here that, uh, if you look back in the videos, I was, I found a problem and then I found another problem and I found another problem. <laughs> well, the main problem more than anything was the main wire on the MSV wire pulled apart like this. Uh, it was just too easy to do. And it wasn't done by me. I got to say that. It was done by another guy, but wow. I fixed it. So, so yeah, the man. new guy is running that at King of the Coast in uh, in Mississippi the other day, and he couldn't be happier with that car. So it must be working now. It must be. So that's good. To, that's good to hear that it's in somebody's hands. And uh, so I guess guys, get ready to tune in next Friday. Uh, we'll have some more footage out. Still gonna hold off on the live stream for a little bit. Maybe uh, another week after this one even to uh, make sure we've got a good time. There's still a lot of guys out there drag racing. Good luck to everybody out there getting at it. And thanks for watching Going Bracket Racing YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe button, everyone. Yeah.